mic is on the static is minimized everything is good i got my notes here all right what is going on everybody welcome back to christian uncharted and i first off am super sorry that i haven't been as um freaking with the uploads as i said i would as consistent i haven't been unproductive i've actually been planning a bunch of stuff for the podcast stuff that's going to be coming up very soon so i'm super excited for that super excited for you guys to experience that and with that being said let's jump right in actually no i kind of want to cover what plans i have for the podcast so we're gonna have a bunch of segments with people on it we're gonna have some episodes where people talk about their hobbies hobbies that could potentially turn into jobs and i'm gonna ask them questions i'm gonna talk about they're gonna talk i'm gonna have them talk about their process how they got into the hobby what they're doing to advance themselves in that hobby and so much more and i can't wait for you guys to experience that and along with that i also want to have a segment where i have somebody come on and talk to me and discuss and we both have opposing um positions on a controversial topic and we're going to talk about it and we're going to try discussing change each other's minds very civil discussion respectful everything about that unless they're not and we'll keep it on and hey more views more views with controversy so with that being said, speaking about controversial, I want to have I want to talk about a hot take that I've been seeing a lot more as of recently. It's been it was really prominent like the past 8 months. It's obviously been prominent since the 80s, which is when the movement started, which is fat acceptance and fat body. And not necessarily body positivity because I want to discuss the obesity aspect of body positivity, which is fat acceptance. And I want to talk about how that first off should not be a thing. I personally listen I believe that fat acceptance is something bad, something that will be negatively influencing the youth, and I'm going to explain why, and I'm going to explain my take and my position on the stance. So first off, I want to cover, I want to clear some things up. This, what I'm saying, is not being fat is bad. Being fat is inherently bad because, okay, I'm going to answer that question right now. Is it bad to be fat? I don't care. That's my answer. You can do whatever you please as long as you're not harming other people. As long as you're not harming anybody, you can do whatever you want because it's your body and nobody has any sort of say on what you should be saying or what you should be doing. Nobody has a say on your own body because it's obviously your body and you're in charge of it. So that's that. I don't think it's bad to be fat. What I do think it is, what I do think is bad. I'm sorry. I'm just like stuttering so much today. I'm on like probably 800 milligrams of cough caffeine right now it's terrible but what i am saying is bad is people promoting this people promoting obesity and saying that it's fine to be at a very unhealthy weight and there that is something factual that's not something that you can argue with that being fat being overweight is necessarily healthy because it's not you can argue mental health which we'll get into very very shortly don't worry about that but being fat is not something that'll benefit you it is not fun at the slightest to have to walk one block and start panting your heart rate's at least 120. i have a cousin a small cousin younger cousin his resting heart rate is 100 100 that is extremely terrible he is 10 years old very overweight it's not something healthy and not something that many people should be doing and at that something that should be being promoted now there's a really really fine line between promoting and accepting 
but I feel like by accepting these things, you are inherently promoting it to other people. Because this is why I said this is an in, a negative influence for the youth. If they see somebody at, with a very large position in influence, or let's say, let's say for example, a good example is Lizzo. Lizzo talks a lot about accepting yourself and loving yourself, and that is great. But I have a different definition for loving yourself, and that is taking care of yourself. So, in these instances, people that are younger, they start naturally, your body, your weight will fluctuate. It's normal, it's completely normal, but it's something you can control at the end of the day. So, if they see that their weight, they're starting, they're getting less active, they're eating a bit more, so they're gaining more weight, they're gonna realize this is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. Go for it. I'm gonna do whatever I want because this is my life, and that is completely burp. Ooh, shit. Oh my god, I was waiting for that. Okay, holy shit. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god, that felt so good. You have no idea. I was probably holding it in for like the last five minutes, so since I started that. But God, I lost what I was saying. That was such a good burp. Holy shit. There are moments too. Like when you're holding your holding in for the bathroom, we're about the I, probably the longest I've held for like five hours. When you go to the bathroom, when you pee, that's the best feeling you could ever feel. And that is basically the same with the burp. But as I was saying, if the youth sees that they're slowly growing weight, they see that it's gonna be fine because they see other influencers, people in big and large positions, saying that that's fine and that's acceptable. And there are so many health repercussions that come with this, and so many things that we shouldn't neglect because that's leading to an early death. It is factually stated that if you have two people, one with good cardiovascular health and one who is, for example, overweight, obese, and it's not even, I'll get to that in a second. If you have two people, okay, one is in good shape, he's, they're healthy, have good cardiovascular health, are at a moderate good weight, they don't have to be shredded. You do not have to be shredded. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. I'm not saying you have to be completely shredded, lean out of your mind to be healthy. You need to be at a normal weight, a healthy weight. That's what we should be promoting. Being at a healthy range, damn, again. Being at a healthy range and a healthy weight will lead to a healthy and happy life. With that being said, if you have that person and then another person with very bad cardiovascular health, overweight, let's just say overweight to sum it up because obesity and being overweight comes with a bunch of bunch of health percussions such as diabetes um cardiovascular disabilities very poor cardiovascular health heart heart risks a bunch of heart risks so if you have those two people the person with ob with that is overweight that is obese will die younger if both are or to die if both are to die of natural causes one is going to die younger the one that is going to die younger is the obese one is the overweight one with that being said, it is literally a disease. Being obese is a disease and it's something that will harm your body and will risk longevity for you in the long run. So to be saying this is fine, it's the it's equivalent to someone who's addicted to cigarettes saying, I'm fine with myself and this is fine. And this is a life that is okay with living. I mean, for you, okay, go for it. But for you to be promoting that to people, especially if you have an audience, that's not something good. It's really not something good because you're basically telling them it's okay to have a young death. It is okay to live your life wanting to die young. That's fine, that's fine. And look, once again, I don't care if a person is fat. I don't like saying fat people because that's categorizing someone from their weight and that isn't something good. That isn't something that people should be doing. A 
person who is fat. I don't care if a person is fat. All I care about is if they're promoting it or not. And once again, I feel like by saying it's okay, it is promoting it. And you could argue with me with that. I mean, you could argue that with me if you'd like, if you please. But I'll show my, I, sh I shared my stance on that. And yeah, but, and yeah, I did just compare obesity to smoking cigarettes because in reality, it's the same thing. It's something that's going to be risking your life, something that's going to be risking your health, physical health, and it'll kill you. It will kill you. So we talked about the physical aspect of it. Let's talk about the mental health. And a lot of people are saying, okay, Christian, that's cool and all, but what about the mental health? You can be fat and you can be healthy. All right, let's talk about mental health then. Me, personally, when I was very, very overweight, around 14 years old, I didn't like it. I looked in the mirror, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I hated every second of it. And I did not want to become satisfied with it. I had people telling me, you look fine, like, that's just who you are, you can't, like, you can't do much about it. And I was like, that's bullshit. That's, oh, I can't swear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my mother watches this, I'm sorry, I'm trying to limit it. I love you, mom. But, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I thought to myself, this isn't a life that I want to live. I really don't enjoy getting tired over walking up the steps. That is not a fun life to live. It's really not, and it's not something I wanted. So I decided to make the change for myself. For myself, I decided because I liked that and I wanted to feel better about myself. When I see body positivity like that, fat acceptance, I see somebody settling for less because the reality is that obesity is an issue, but it can be solved. There's not, there's, there are things you can do about this. And I understand that genetics have a role to play. Don't, don't come at me saying that genetics have a role to play because I understand the more that some people have much more fat cells. I have a crap ton of fat cells and ghrelin, um, ghrelin spikes in my body are extreme. I am hungry a lot of the time, but that is not an excuse. And it's not saying, oh, you need to keep feeding your body. No, that's not really the case. I'm glad obesity is an issue. Okay, something completely separate, but I'm really glad that the issue in this country is obesity because at least we're not starving. But the thing with this issue is that once again, you can do something about it. And why not become a better version of yourself? I wanted that for myself. And so many people I know are making that change. I'm so proud of them for it. That is the right type of acceptance. That is the right type of positivity aiming for a better version of yourself because you know in the long run it'll make you happy that's that's it and once again if you have an issue with what i just said you can talk to me about it and if you'd like you can come on this podcast because once as i said again that didn't make sense i don't even think that was english but as i said I'm going to be having a segment where somebody comes on with an altered with an alternate opinion and we talk about it so we can definitely talk about this but people who are overweight people who are obese a lot of them go to the gym thank goodness a lot of them want to make that change you don't have to go to the gym to make that change you have to change your diet change your lifestyle and it is a great change for the better so i kind of went off topic but with the mental health aspect of it Exercise produces endorphins such as serotonin, making dopamine. Dopamine makes you happy. We know that. I think you guys have heard that before. So with the exercising, you get natural dopamine from this. Along like, 
people take drugs for their spike of dopamine people watch pornography for their spike of dopamine these are bad habits to induce but exercising is a great way a great way to get this type of to get these types of dope to get these types of dopamine spikes it's an, it's really really recommended as well and it's helping you progress to a body that you would want a body that you're satisfied with a body that you are happy with because to me personally like there's this one video in specific that really really like sticks out it's a once again lizzo like grabbing her stomach and telling herself basically like repeating this you are fine you are beautiful and yeah you are beautiful in your own eyes you are beautiful but we're not talking about beauty we're talking about the health concerns that relate to this and your audience your millions of people that watch you every single day and they really when someone's at that much and that high of a status has that much fame like the youth really impressionable people children they're gonna take what you say into account and they're gonna believe what you say and they're gonna want to follow you because you're that big your popularity your popularity is that large so you're influencing so many people negatively and that's okay I guess that's okay to many people that's not okay that shouldn't be okay but once again with that video it's like you're basically talking to yourself and telling yourself that that's fine and that's to me personally it's like fake it till you make it you know it's like repeat the phrase so like a multitude of times until you actually feed into it and actually believe it which is to me not the right way to go because that's not something that'll work out in the long term and to fix an issue to fix an issue you need to think about the long term is this sustainable and i don't think that's sustainable at all i think what's sustainable is a very healthy change a very healthy lifestyle and and it's not even eating pure clean that's not what i'm saying once again you don't have to be shredded to do this you can enjoy a slice of cake but you can enjoy it at a moderate weight what's wrong with that i feel like a lot of people are just it's just laziness that comes into it it's like okay you know what i don't want to make the change one day you will want to make that change and you're gonna want to make that change once you're near death once your doctors are telling you hey like this is an actual risk this is something that you are facing but <laughs> that's that's really that's really um that's really all i wanted to say about that but it's gotten oh wait i remembered okay it's gotten to the point where literally people shame other people for wanting to be fit people shame people for taking care of themselves especially the people who promote fat um fat acceptance it's like oh you're fat phobic i've heard that so many times counting calories it's fat not not inherently fat phobic that really dives into eating disorders which we could talk about in a later episode but for now i want to talk about this shaming people for being fit which is completely like why what the hell is that why would you want to shame somebody because they're doing frankly they're doing better than you they're doing what you should be doing they're doing the best and the most ideal thing they could be doing for themselves and i guess people don't like that people don't like seeing other people prosper which is whatever it's whatever that's really all i want to say it's just it's just so dumb that people shame people for wanting to make their lives better but aside from that aside from that aside from that it really ties into how soft really how soft we've gotten as a society and this really relates more so to the social media aspect I, I, there's definitely a lot of other stuff about it but i want to talk about social media 
And um, first off, to get it out of the way, I believe and I treat everybody with the respect that they deserve. Right off the bat, regardless of any indifferences that they have, I believe it's morally correct to respect everybody. But the thing is, a lot of people don't think like this. A lot of people don't give a bat's ass, rat's ass, my bad, about what you, about what offends you. For example, trigger warnings. Nobody's like, it's not anybody's job to pamper you and make sure that you are fine with what they're talking about. It's not their job. And really, the thing that people don't realize is that nobody cares. Nobody cares. And that's unfortunate, but that's the life we live. Once again, about those morals, not everyone's gonna have those morals. So it's like, what do you want me to do? Why am I, why do I have to look out for you? When in reality, you could just keep moving, move on, move on. But then those people who got offended and feel like they're entitled and they're privileged enough to have that right to have people respect not even that's not even respect it's just watching out for what they're i guess triggered about they feel the need to attack them for not letting them know in advance you're going to talk about this it's not their job once again if you did get offended move on because you you honestly frankly look dumb you look dumb telling people that oh you should put up a trigger warning oh you should let people know in advance no they don't they shouldn't they're not entitled to do it if they want to do it they could do it that's perfectly fine if they want to do it they could do it but that's not their job and frankly it's just stupid it's stupid that people think they're entitled to have this right but with that being said that was really it's just oh my god we've just it feels sometimes it feels like we're literally evolving backwards that's that's really it we're just evolving backwards and we're becoming softer as the days go by and obviously you should be respecting people's like i don't want to say triggers but if someone's offended by something obviously you're not going to talk about it. but when it comes to social media you don't have control over who watches it and sees your stuff so why do you have to watch out for somebody you don't even know that's that's really it and then people care and people think that they deserve to be pampered which is whatever that's it that's it nobody has the right to satisfy you that's that's all i really want to talk about and i really need to pee holy crap i'll be back so after a successful urination along with a walk to the kitchen to get myself some water along with some scrolling of the tiki talkies i want to talk about body positivity again or more so i guess how soft people are no yeah it ties more into how soft people are but before we do that i kind of want to touch up once again just a final touch because i don't think i clarified this about the mental health part of being fat yeah it's better for your mental health to exercise and reach the goal that you want because that mental health you're really getting from being fat and accepting who you are, which first off, you should be accepting of your body because not everybody could be an IFBB pro bodybuilder or a bikini competitor. That's all genetics. That all That is all genetic play. But you have to be accepting of who you are, but you should be the best you that you can be. And that is going to be better for your mental health in the long run whatever with that being said i rest that for now 
but um, I just I was just going through TikTok and I saw this video of this attractive girl, and she was dancing. It was like this. It was like a, it was two videos. That sounded terrible, <laughs> but so the video number one was a girl. She was, I guess you could say, no, she is what most people are insecure about because they want that. They want to achieve that. She has good genetics. She looks great. She has great form. She has a good looking face. She is pretty. Okay. She's also very lean. She's also very slim. Something that a lot of people are self-conscious about. So in the comment section of this video, it was just a TikTok dance. Okay. So in the comment section, a bunch, so many people were shitting on her, pooping on, I'm sorry, mom. So many people were bashing her just because of her body. Is that body shaming? I don't know. Like for example, the comments are like, oh, I guess I'm not eating tonight. I guess, oh yeah, thanks for that. You know what you, you knew what you were doing. And then it switched, the same video switched to like another TikTok of this large girl dancing. And all the comments were so supportive of it. And they were so like, oh my God, you're a fucking queen. Ah, I need to stop swearing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need, oh shoot. All the comments were really supportive and they were basically hyping her up like crazy. And that's a double standard. That is such a large double standard because when someone's better looking than you, you're mad. Why is that? Why is that? Is that jealousy? They're not in charge of your insecurities. That adds on to people are too soft. Like who cares? Nobody cares about your insecurities. And first off, well, no, I don't want to say that because that sounds rude. There are people that care about your insecurities. For example, I care about the insecurities of my friends and I don't want them to be insecure. But that is on them and I, that's not something I can solve nor can anybody else. It is all up to them. So with that being said, someone who looks better than you is not, charge of your is, is not in charge of your insecurities and should not be watching out for you. And people feel once again entitled to be like, oh wow, yeah, look at me, miss pick me. Which is dude, they're doing the exact same thing that the other person is doing, but getting so much more backlash on it, which makes absolutely, absolutely no sense. There's such a double standard and people talk about body positivity until the person looks better than you. That's really it. When somebody looks better than you, greed takes over and you get upset and you get self-conscious and you're all of your deepest inner negative thoughts about you start lashing out because you see someone that's better, that's better than you physically. And there, there aren't necessarily standards that you should be living by. Those aren't standards that you should be living by. And that's not a problem that, once again, I'm just going to end this off. That's not a problem that they are in charge of. That is something that you have to take care of yourself. And you have to accept who you are. That's really it. You can make changes, but there's a certain point to where you can get to. And genetically, they are better. It's not saying they're a better person or not or anything. This is literally factually saying that their genetics ended up better than yours. Unfortunate, maybe. Maybe for you but that's not their fault. They were born into that just like you were. So with that being said, that's addressing the double standard, which I really want to talk about later on. I'm going to talk about that with a bunch of my friends because we all have really, really deep, especially body shaming, all that type of stuff and the double standard it has between men and women, because it seems like there are different rules for that. There are different rules and what's body shaming for women what's okay and what's body shaming for men and what's okay for them. So that's something I want to talk about later on, something I will touch up on so much more in another episode. But with that being said, 
that is gonna cap off why people are so soft or how soft people are i guess you could say in today's day and with that being said i want to step away from the cancelable topics which first off it's this is my opinion and if that's another double standard can i not have an opinion i don't know i don't know with that being said whatever i was at barnes and nobles yesterday all right and this is a completely off topic segue but didn't even segue into it no, I did. I was at Barnes and Nobles yesterday, and I was on. It was in. I was in the self development book section because I was picking up some new books. I had some recommendations from my friend Avi, and shout out Avi, and he's gonna be on the on the podcast very soon, very soon, hopefully. But I was getting some books, picking up some books, when I saw so many people there, so so many people, and I just kind of thought about it. And I like reading these books because once again, I'm a self development nerd, like a personal growth nerd. And I love everything about the topic, but I saw so many people there, really young people too, like younger than me. And I'm 17 and I'm very young, but I saw a bunch of people there and they were picking up a bunch of books, a bunch of books. And it seemed like the most popular books, for example, Think and Grow Rich, um, 10, I think it's like uh, 10 successful habits that, um, or 10 habits that successful people do like mainstream personal growth books and I started thinking like okay that's like a google search type of thing so I kind of started like really thinking about that and started thinking (laughs) how many times did I say started thinking but let me get some water (sighs) so I started thinking about the idea that so many people like think that by reading a book your life is going to change well which it can but it only changes And you can read as many books, as many books. You can get so much advice from so many people, from therapists, from doctors, from professional like life coaches. I think that's what they're called, life coaches. And nothing will change in your life unless you enact that change. Nothing, a book can change your life if you choose to do what that book is telling you to do or take that into account. Because a lot of people think that by doing something, like it's like a magic pill, nothing is like that. You will not, it's self-development and personal growth, and it's personal. A book in itself, an external source, will not help you become a better version of yourself. It all ties in to how you want to take it and what you're doing to enlist those good, healthy habits. Because we already talked about healthy habits on this podcast. We already talked about healthy habits on this show. These healthy habits are going to change your life, but they're only going to change your life if you're consistent with it and actually have them in your life like take time out of your day to do these things to read for 10 minutes to to journal i guess a lot of people journal i journaled a lot last year and it really helped me but the point is you can read as much as you want it's not going to change your life unless you actually enact these things unless you put these things into action that's really it that's all i wanted to cover because i was i was just I thought that too before, which, but it wasn't necessarily on the personal growth aspect of things. It was more so on the, um, the weight loss things. Cause like I said, when I was younger, I was such, such a fat kid. Holy crap. So when I was younger, I always thought to myself, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be like this, but I never really made the change once again until like junior, not junior. What the hell? Like two quarters of the way, which is half, I'm dumb, half of the way into freshman year. I know I said three quarters of the way into freshman year. I never made the change that I actually needed to until then. So when I was younger, eighth grade, I was a slob when it came to eating. I would eat anything and absolutely everything. I was a definition of gluttony. 
But with that being said, I did everything except for what I had to do, which is come into a consistent calorie deficit. I'd try. Oh, cramp! Fuck! Fuck! fuck. <laughs> Holy shit! Have you guys ever had a cramp? So, dude, my my hamstring started cramping up. First, it was my right hamstring. What you guys just heard was my reaction to the right hamstring. And so I started like spazzing out. I started spazzing out so bad. I was literally on the floor for like three minutes, like trying to get into that. You know, like when you get a cramp, you start, you try to get into like a right position to kind of ease the pain from that cramp. I started doing that. And then out of nowhere, it hit in my second hamstring, like my left hamstring. And it was terrifying. And I was just like scrambling there. I wish I kept the mic on. That was super funny. It's funny now. I was in absolute pain back then, but back to what I was saying I tried absolutely everything but the, it still hurts right now holy holy crap that was a terrible cramp it was in my hamstrings I was doing like I was doing failure hamstring curls which is today which is something I don't I don't think I recommend doing especially after right now but I don't really think that's what induced the cramp but I have no idea I haven't eaten a banana in about four months but with that being said once again back to what I was saying holy shit that hurt so bad what I was saying was that I tried everything except for what I had to do, which was a calorie deficit. So I always tried like kombuchas in the morning, which are first off, the key to weight loss as we already talked about was calories in, calories out. That was the issue that I had. It's not the issue that I was addressing though. I was just adding more calories onto it. And in reality, now that I think about it, I did lose weight drinking those teas, drinking those like, I was, I'd always drink like special teas, herbal teas and teas like that would cleanse yourself and in reality yeah i did lose weight but that's because instead of eating breakfast which my usual breakfast was like about half a bag of frosted flakes or some sort of disgustingly sugary seal which first off why is that even given to kids cereal is a terrible terrible breakfast full of sugar no protein nothing not even satiating i could eat like a thousand calories worth of, of cereal and then just be be hungry then after be hungry be hungry in like 15 minutes i'm sorry that cramp took so much out of me i am i'm cramping like my voice my voice box is cramping i'm stuttering so bad but yeah i'd be hungry in like 15 minutes so instead of my usual 1500 calorie breakfast with full fat milk and a half a bag of cereal i was eating i was drinking a 200 calorie juice which was absolutely disgusting and took away my appetite so instead of my usual breakfast it was that so in reality there was some sort of deficit so i did lose some weight it might have been water retention i highly doubt it was fat but my face was less you know huge the morning after so there was something being done but that's the thing i you always and people always look going back to what we're talking about people always look for that magic pill when in reality there's no such thing unfortunately i'd love I would love for there to be a magic pill to weight loss. I'd love for there to be a magic pill to enlist really good, healthy habits in our lives. But the thing is, that's not the case. And you have to put in the work. You have to be the one that makes that habit stick. You don't get what you work for. That is... <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> okay. You get what you work for, not what you wish for. You wish for these habits, these healthy habits to enlist. When in reality... You need to put them into action. You need to do it consistently on a consistent day-to-day -day basis. I started laughing because I have this chalk wall <laughs> in front of me with a bunch of quotes, a bunch of motivational quotes, which it's it's a good thing. I love this wall. I really love this wall because it, they're, they're quotes that speak out to me and actually push me to become a better version of myself, I believe. Every morning I wake up and I look at the wall and I say, all right, 
let's get to work let's get started let's get the day going that is something that works for me it might not work for other people but for me personally i found that it works so see that's a the thing there's trial and error with self-development and self-growth you need to figure out what works for you because what works for a self-development personal guru might not work for you so you have to figure it out for yourself but i had a couple friends over okay the other day and they were absolutely like shaming me for this not really shaming they were just it was funny it was funny they were like i can only imagine okay i can't explain it point is it was funny it was so funny if they know who they are they're, they're listening to this right now but yeah you get what you work for and not what you wish for and you need to work for those habits to stick so that's really <laughs> that's really what i wanted to say this is really funny but i'm gonna take my last sip of water and we're gonna give it an outro because that's it for today So, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Christian Uncharted by me, Christian Hernandez, obviously. I hope you guys enjoyed once again. Hope your day has been going good and will continue to be going great. My name is Christian, and I will see you in the next episode. See ya.